In the last few years, we have seen the Me Too movement bring a lot of celebrities down. And I discussed this earlier in the show, and now I want to go to an expert about this Bob Dylan deal. Bob Dylan has been hit with a lawsuit claiming molestation in New York City, a then 12-year-old girl, Chelsea Hotel, and it happened the spring of 1965. Let's uh, get the expertise now of Roger, Roger Friedman. He's an expert in breaking entertainment news from Hollywood to the Hudson. Roger, welcome to Double DLS. Thanks for your uh, participation on short notice, sir. How are you? You're, I'm okay. My website is called it's showbiz411.com. Showbiz411.com. Just, just for the record. I have a lot of readers in Chicago, so I want okay. them to know I'm on. Well, I just want you to know, Roger, I've been doing this a long time, and I would have gotten that on. Okay. Okay. So uh, what are you hearing about? Hold on a second, very, please. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Roger. Hold on. We'll, we'll have a conversation here. So what are you hearing about this lawsuit? Was this a surprise, or had some of your some of your uh, uh, contacts said, hey, Bob Tillon's going to be the next one in the barrel? No, this was a total surprise. And it came out of really nowhere. And uh, it's completely ridiculous because uh, this woman who calls herself J.C., says that she's 68 years old and that in 1965 when she was 12 she was molested groomed and molested by bob dylan who was then 24 at the chelsea hotel uh in new york and uh it was it's amazing to me that every news outlet picked up this story without bothering to say well where was bob dylan in in april and may of 1965 well he was in london mostly uh shooting uh doing a bunch of shows with john baez and uh, shooting a documentary that's very famous now called Don't Look Back, directed by D.A. Pennebaker. Uh, prior to going to London, uh, Bob uh, Dylan was on the West Coast, uh, all very documented, doing shows every night with Joan Baez in preparation for the London tour and for the London filming. He stayed in London uh, all through May and didn't come back to the United States till June 2nd. Uh, there's no indication that he stayed at the Chelsea Hotel at all during that period and that he wasn't even in New York. <laughs> so it's really it's crazy to me that the cancel culture just eats this stuff up. If all you have to do is accuse somebody of something and it, they're guilty. What does and, it tell you uh, also, Roger, what does it tell you regarding that in the in the lawsuit, in the verbiage, they call the Chelsea Hotel a swanky hotel? Yeah, I love that. Well, TMC actually said They've, it was Bob Dylan's swanky hotel room. Well, even in 1965, the Chelsea Hotel was as run down as it could possibly be. I mean, that's what it's famous for. There's never been a penthouse suite or a five-star suite or anything like it. Uh, you know, the joke about the – it's a sad joke, but the joke about the Chelsea Hotel is that they always put the junkies on the second floor so that when they jumped to the sidewalk, it would be less of a mess to clean it up. Is that also the hotel? That's the Sid Vicious, uh, Sid and Nancy Hotel, correct? Sid and Nancy, uh, that's where they stayed, and that's uh, where they died. Uh, that's where Nancy died. And um, Dylan uh, Thomas? You know, uh, Dylan Thomas. Dylan Thomas, uh, I was reading about the history of the Chelsea today. Bob Dylan actually uh, really didn't stay there very much. He stayed there a little bit in the fall of 1965, but uh, Dylan Thomas, the famous poet, he did stay there, and he was famous for having for having lived there. Uh, and he was the the person that Bob Dylan took his name from, ironically. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yes. Yep, he took his name from uh, Dylan Thomas. That's how he got Bob Dylan, because his real name is Robert Zimmerman. Yeah, I knew, and he's from Hibbing, Minnesota, right? That's the trivia. Hey, uh, 
Yeah, it's Hibbing, Minnesota, exactly. Yeah. Although I was talking to people over the weekend by coincidence, not knowing this was going to happen. I was actually at a wedding, and I was talking to people from uh, Minneapolis who said they don't consider him uh, a local guy there. They consider him a New Yorker. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, well, I thought I thought anyway, you were spot on. You you were the first journalist that I saw today regarding this that pointed out, and I or I did I kind of previewed our conversation earlier today, and I, I said that uh, true Bob Dylan aficionados. That first, he's a superstar since '65, even before that in some categories of folk music, and uh, that they would have known he wasn't even in New York. What does that tell you about the attorney for this woman who's referred to as J.C. bringing this lawsuit? That the attorney didn't even fact check that before putting it out there. You know, I I spoke to the attorney and I sent him my article and I said, "How? What are you going to do with this? How are you going to?" explain this because it's documented where he was all the time this would be like i'll give you an, like an example like justin bieber now some a celebrity we hear about every day that we know where he is every day in 1965 they knew where bob dylan was every minute of the day because he was a a, a burgeoning celebrity and you you'd have to be smarter if you're going to come up with an accusation to actually look at his calendar from then and not and and realize that anyone could go back and say, well, we know where he was on this day, and we know where he was on this day. So, And it's ironic because D.A. Pennebaker, the great documentary filmmaker, is someone I worked with for a long time. So I knew the history of his movie, Don't Look Back. And when I read this thing, uh, when it first came out yesterday or the night before last, and they said it was May of 1965, I, I called Pennebaker's son and I said, where is your father in May of 1965? He said, he was with Bob Dylan shooting a famous movie in London. Yeah. I said, he wasn't at the Chelsea Hotel, you know, going after 12-year-olds. He said, nah, don't be ridiculous. Has there ever been a whiff of anything like this in Bob Dylan's history? No, 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 not, nothing. You know, he has, um, I think, about seven children, uh, four from his first marriage and I think three from a second marriage. Uh, but he's always had... A great reputation. He's had. He's always dated women his own age appropriate. You know, he had a long. Uh, I, I don't know if your readers, if your listeners know this, but he had a long affair with Raquel Welsh. Wow, boy, playing above his pay grade there. Yes, and that as adults, not when she was, you know, uh, you know, a superstar model or anything. But you know, he's always dated women his own age, pretty much, and uh, and he's had a pretty, you know, quiet life as far as socially goes. So, no, this is a complete shock, and I think that it's just someone who thought they could make some money. How can you bring this? Well, look, it's a litigious society. I forget, I'm not even going to, you know, saying who, what lawyer would take this. Plenty of lawyers would take this. What do you think is going to happen, the disposition of this lawsuit? I, I think it's going to be tossed out. I think they're going to be required to show some proof, and it's going to be tossed out immediately. And I don't see any other way. I don't see any other way. But and now, you know, he's, in that, now of, he's in that, unfortunately, yeah. Roger, now he's in that category. Accused pedophile, you know, Bob Dylan. That's the problem with this uh, world we live in nowadays. That is the problem. That's the problem with the Internet. And also, it surprised me that music magazines like Rolling Stone, which, had, which you know, in the, back in the days when Rolling Stone was starting out, they lived on stories about Bob Dylan, and they depended on access to him and made him into a superstar. They were, but they were right in line with the rest of the lemmings uh, today and yesterday, just sort of you know regurgitating this information and not doing anything to try to see if it was true, and that really disappointed me. Yeah, me too. 
Well, Roger, nice meeting you, sir. A, a terrific, nice meeting uh, you. Terrific information. Go to uh, showbiz411.com, showbiz411.com. I'll start uh, checking you Thank every you. single day, and I hope we can call on your analysis and expertise again. I would love it. You know, I love Chicago. I have great friends there, and uh, WLS is like the best station ever, so well, I'm, I'm honored to be with you. Well, I'm honored to work on this station, too, based on its rock and roll heritage, and even before that, it, it's country music heritage way back when is significant as well. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. really great. Where are you based? Are you in L.A.? I'm in Manhattan, in oh, New York City. Beautiful. So when I was in Manhattan recently, my wife travels there for business uh, a lot. So I, I used to go before the pandemic four or five times a year. My daughter lived in uh, uh, Carroll Gardens in Brooklyn. And uh, my wife likes to stay at nice hotels. But I like to stay at historical places, so I've convinced her once to stay at the Algonquin, which she stayed at for one night before saying, no, we're not staying at this dump. And I thought that was really cool based on the round table at the Algonquin. And I went to check out the Chelsea Hotel once, thinking maybe we could spend one night there. Didn't, didn't get past the lobby before I realized there is no way my wife is stepping into this hotel lobby. It is a dump. I mean, I mean that well, with the most appreciation historically for its, uh, you know, the, the musicians that stayed there. It's incredible, the comedians, but still. Well, you know, what's interesting now is that the Chelsea Hotel, which has this incredible history, as you say, especially with musicians and poets and artists, uh, it was bought a couple of years ago. There's been a big struggle because they are modernizing it and renovating it so that the main part of the hotel is going to be for people like you who want to come stay there. And then they'll still have some of the old tenants. Yeah. Uh, but but they are making an effort to uh, upgrade it right now. In fact, there's a big scaffolding, and there's a lot going on. I, I don't live too far from there. It'll be like a little uh, rock and roll overdose mini camp for uh, <laughs> old people to enjoy. We can go. Pre- we'll go down to the White Ho- is a White Horse Saloon in the village, and we'll have fifties. Yes. We'll, White we'll, Horse Tavern still there. Well, I was there a couple years ago. Uh, we'll have fifty six shots of uh, Irish whiskey, and then go back to the uh, Chelsea Hotel and see what happens. Jameson. Oh, was that's Jameson? The deal. Yes. Okay. All right. Nice meeting you, Roger. Nice meeting you. Thank you. Take care. Roger Friedman, showbiz411.com.